Podcast. My name is Chris. This is And this is episode 327. And this week, Niagara. Yeah, Niagara. Uh, oh, uh, this is... Um, oh, part of our, our... Yeah, like our decade thing that we've been doing of like anniversary, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is... Because we, we did 1943. We did... Uh, Shadow of the Doubt. Yeah. Shadow of the Last Doubt. month. Yeah. So this We're month... We're just doing like kind of the first thing of each month type of thing mm. ish you know somewhere around there yeah, yeah um and we we're going like by the month somewhat but like More not less. strictly yeah this came out like in late january yeah, yeah. this is like our february depending actually. on yeah where so it's close enough but um so this one was uh written by charles brackett walter reich richard breen and directed by henry hathaway and was released yeah like late january 1953 mm-hmm. um so this was the this was um one of the films of the three big movies or the three big roles that Marilyn Monroe had yes. in nineteen fifty three that were mm-hmm. kind of like the big turning point of her career yeah um which the others being gentlemen prefer blondes mm-hmm. which we'll probably also do at some at point. some point and I mean it's a musical with Marilyn Monroe directed by Howard Hawks yeah how can you not like that um. And it's iconic. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. knows the title at least. Yeah. Uh, and then How to Marry a Millionaire, which we've actually have done yes. an episode of previously. Yeah. yeah. Um, great movie. Very good movie. Um, Absolutely, very good movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, of the three, this one would probably be be, be sort of the the least in mm-hmm. terms of like the greater significance. Cause yeah. I think it's the first one that came. Well, obviously. This yeah, it was from January. January. <laughs> yeah, January. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it wasn't originally planned as being like a, a heavy kind of Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. vehicle, but it was kind of like it inadvertently crafted into that because yeah. they just decided that like, oh, she's a rising mm-hmm. you know star. Like we, we want to mm-hmm. put more emphasis on her. Yeah. Um, also a bit of a link to, uh, oh, Joseph Cotton. Joseph Cotton's in yeah, both yeah, films. Yeah, ten years too. later. Yeah, uh, let's, let's let's see what Joseph Cotton's up to. Ten years later. Yeah, still acting. Um, um, he's in. Uh, yeah. he's in this movie. Um, so yeah, and obviously very significant for like the location shooting, like the fact that it's a Canadian the, side filming of filming in of the, the actual in the actual uh, Niagara Falls, like yeah. like you know area. Mm-hmm. So the actual park or whatever you want to call it. Um, it it's one of those it, things. I know it's Niagara, yeah, but I always spell it wrong, yeah, because it's, it's Niagara, Niagara, Niagara. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm always like, wait, I've been saying it wrong all this time, but no, Niagara. no, it's, it's Niagara Falls. Um, it's just it's just how it is. It's, it's yeah. um, also a little bit different in being that it's like a film noir, but mm-hmm. in color. Yes. Um, and it was actually one of the last... I was actually surprised it was in color. When it started, I was like, oh, it's in color. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Well, we might as well get right yeah, into yeah, it yeah. right sure, now. Sure. I mean, okay, let's put the words color in quotations. The color, it being a color film is kind of necessary mm-hmm. for the concept of being set at Niagara Falls because... Yeah. It really makes it pop. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As, as to be able to want to be able to show like the scenery and show the mm-hmm. location... Because it's the real location, so it's yes. like all the yeah. actual like if you were to go yeah. as like a tourist, you mm-hmm. would see all those same things, and you know, yeah, and you actually see the actors in the environment. Um, so that's cool, but like, this is definitely a case where I don't think the color works for like the the story. Like it's it it's tricky to do film noir 
I mean, in color, it's true. It's been done, but rarely. But I would also say, like, my argument would be, and I don't think it really works. This is so, like, such a like light film noir. Yeah, but that's, that it that's doesn't the, really like. That's even more of a strike. Like, I would actually stretch the call. Stretch the call. Well, this it movie. is officially. It, it, it is, is officially. It is. But it's so on the light end of a film noir. It's more like. I mean, if anything, that just means it has tonal issues. I'm well. I mean, we can talk about that. Um, um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, it, something interesting was that this was one of the last, um, one of the last Technicolor. Yes, I read about released that. by Twentieth mm-hmm. Century Fox uh, yeah. Studio because they were switching over to CinemaScope, right. which is like the widescreen, mm-hmm. um, and that had compatibility issues with the Technicolor. So yeah. that inevitably was going to was always going to switch yeah. to Eastman color. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if they'd waited a little longer, maybe it could have worked better. Yeah, could have come uh, up. But in Technicolor, year. I yeah. feel like in Technicolor, it just it was too, it's too colorful, and it yeah. just it the the, the noir aspect. It's a just, tough thing because I was like, because it doesn't have the it doesn't have the atmosphere. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. have the like the like brooding mm-hmm. kind of. You know. But for where they are, if this movie had been in black and white, exactly, it then, been, it, <laughs> then it's like they might as well show. They could have shot anywhere. Here's honestly the problem: maybe Niagara Falls, bad place to do a film noir. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, that's what I mean. Is, is I think they should have slanted more toward the like, straight up thriller then, angle. Like now you could do yeah, it sure, because sure. with modern lighting, yeah, you could get the atmosphere the right yeah. and still be able to show yeah. off the locations. But all the character stuff is so. But like color with flat. the lighting yeah. and the coloring, yeah. the color of the time, especially te- mm-hmm. the limitations of Technicolor, like they just, I just didn't think it really worked in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cast did a good okay. job. Mm-hmm. Like, like I thought they did good with their acting. Marilyn Monroe's acting was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, give um, me a chance to look up the the star work on this. It's, I mean, Marilyn Monroe is good. Uh, I think Joseph Cotton is, is quite good. Gene uh, Peters. Gene Peters, star of this movie. So absolutely, and, and originally, she's amazing. and she's amazing. And and originally, she was supposed to be. It was built around her as the main right star, but then they decided to pivot towards emphasizing M- Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. because they thought that she was like the, the rising, the bigger, mm-hmm. the bigger draw or the bigger star. Right? Sure, sure. Which I suppose in the long run ended up being true, but mm-hmm. like not really fair for this movie. No, uh, I think speaking of tonal things, and speaking of Jean Peters, yeah, she she was spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray Collar, who played her husband, yeah, or no, sorry, um, Casey Adams, yeah, uh, character is Ray Collar, Casey Adams, Ma- Max Showalter, Casey Adams, yeah, Casey, he did not fit. Tonally within this film, he was this weird goofball. Well, I was just it. like, I liked it because he was like a normal. I he was like a see. Normal I felt guy. she was the normal person. No, and no, he no was I like, mean like normal as in like, like, like just normal as in just like like, just a average guy. Like not okay. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't like you know some edgy like. Oh okay yeah 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 like was, compared to yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. their relationship and them as sure. a couple, yeah. they were just like a normal couple. Right. You know? Yeah, Casey Adams, yeah. 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 Max Showalter was the actor of that, so okay. But uh Yeah, no, it's it's so at a, at a certain point in this movie I was kind of because of how they pres- Oh, Yeah, he's credited as Casey Adams in yeah, this. Yeah. So. Um because of the sort of the direction they take with with Gene Peters character, mm-hmm. I was starting to think like 
is the Marilyn Monroe aspect like, oh, she's in it. But like that kind of, that kind of like promotion angle of it kind of came after the fact. And because... No, I think it was sort of yeah, more during... It wasn't until like the movie really got going that yeah. I, you know, understood what they were, where they were going with it. Uh, and I was like, oh, maybe this... Is this not actually a Marilyn Monroe movie? It's just Marilyn Monroe's in it, and it's and it's this other character because she see, she has such a like grasp yeah. on what she's doing there. And I mean, not to you know, not disparage Marilyn Monroe, she's doing no, a great it's job. It's not too. her yeah. best like role because yeah, she just has others that yeah. are so much better. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is I guess still fairly early on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this, yeah. this is the fir- like the three big movies of this year. Yeah, this is the first of those yeah. three. Yeah. So going through, mm-hmm. by the time you get to like mm-hmm. how, to, how to Marry a Millionaire, yeah. which we've she's really done, she's amazing sure, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's like already you know, um, already but, launched uh, and and her stuff where she plays off of uh, Joseph Cotton is yeah. great. You know he's bringing the well, I mean his back and forth like. He, he's, he's having issues. He's is yeah. his is yeah. I didn't really know trauma. what to think because like he's so it's and then like, like and then like he sleeps it off or he he, yeah. he goes away and he comes back and he's all like hey but he's got like it's like this she's living on this razor edge with this clearly like unstable guy who yeah. she's trying to get away from um and well because there's the other guy you meet this other guy that sure. she's but who was really like no. Nope, he like exists only to get murdered, basically, you know. Although that there's that the scene at the waterfall there, where where they're out on the falls and like the 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 um, the railing breaks, and I'm just like, oh, does just everybody die here? Because it looked like we were about to lose three cast members in one go right there. I was like, what's happening? Um, this went from thriller to just like, oh, like cast wipe all in one go and I mean, you know obviously you know it was you know false drama um you know they're just just uh, trying to heighten the tension yeah. um but they do a good job of like sort of leaking like sort of what's happening through different because you see different parts of the movie through different characters eyes like there's no like oh we're just going to follow character a for the whole um yeah. movie and like the bit where um She's getting her photo taken, and she's the falls there, and he keeps telling her to move back, and she moves back, and she sees Marilyn Monroe making yeah, out yeah, the other yeah, guy, yeah. and then she's like, "Oh, oh, don't want to do it," you know, like I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be seeing this. That's clearly not the guy who was introduced, you know, uh, yeah. as being with her, and so she's like, "No, I don't want to move back." Like that whole bit was like, "Okay, I see what they're doing here. I see how they're they're presenting this," um, because again, because it. I, just, just like Joseph Cotton's character, because yeah. it's swung back and forth between like, like that 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 is, that is noir thriller, yeah, you know, and then like, wait, what are we doing here? Like, what's this bit where like the guy's boss shows up? And I, then I, mean, I love the scene. Oh, it's a great scene, but it's like it doesn't. That's not fit. this kind of movie. That's not the movie. Fit in the rest of the movie, <laughs> but it's you awesome. Know, like, like I, I, I don't know. Yeah, because the boss um, was. Um, uh, Don Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and because he was um, like the the sort of um, one of the main sidekicks in like the Jack Benny. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like even going back all the way mm. to radio. Yeah. Well, one of the things, and this, I don't think this excuses um, the some of the tonal shift things, but this may affect some of how like the story presentation goes. Is there was a bunch of this movie that was cut. Yeah. 
I know. Uh, I, I saw the thing about like the director and stuff talking. Yeah, about yeah, about how like they had a bunch of stuff filmed with the police. Yeah, yeah. But Canadian, like the Canadian, Canadian police. police, and they used a bunch of Scotsmen, and and the, then they were the, they were just like, you can't use any of this, and so like there's a bunch of gaps in the story, I guess. And it kind of doesn't show up till quite a bit later in the film. Like, the yeah. first probably two-thirds of the film, it's fine. And yeah. then there's some stuff where, like, they're really jumping through the story here. I feel like there should have been something in between. And then when I, like, looked it up afterwards, I'm like, oh, no, there was. But they cut it all out, and they were, like, forbidden to use it on the cuts. And and so they just had, like, the, basically that one police officer. Yeah. Um, do, he had to do all, like, the, the, the sort of the heavy lifting as far as law enforcement went for, like, the whole movie. And, I mean, he did a fine job. But it definitely had a, like, where, where, at a certain point I was like, wait, where are we going with this? Okay, she's truly trying to get away. But, like, a man's been murdered, and everybody knows it. I feel a bigger deal should be being made of this. Um, and then I think it kind of, kind of rescues it in the very end, with, when they're on the boat, and, you know, they're heading towards the falls, and they're trying to, and it's very tense, and, uh, you know, uh, Cotton's trying to scuttle the boat so it, you know, sinks into the rocks because the water's like kind of shallow there. And I was like, oh wow, really? We're really in the thick of it now. But of course, like the movie's almost over. It's kind yeah, of <laughs> all I could think of is it was very like it was very clean cut, like very height of the production code. Yeah. Kind of resolution of like everybody who did something bad pays for it. Fair. And everybody who else is just innocent and gets away fine. It gets away. Yeah. No. No. No innocents are hurt in this movie. Yeah. No. Yeah. And everyone who did something bad pays for it because it's like, like you know, mm-hmm. she was plotting to have him killed. Mm-hmm. He he killed the he killed the the would be killer mm-hmm. instead, and then you know he ends up killing her, and then he ends up dying in the end because it's like, well, yeah. You know, he's still you know, like the be. best thing he can do is he rescues. Even though he was a victim, he was also yeah. a bad guy. So he yeah. has to pay for what he did. Mm-hmm. You know, she paid for she paid for what she did in terms yeah. of like getting him or trying to get him killed. Yeah, you know. So it's like yeah, everybody who was supposed to lose. It's lost. very black and white. Yes. Very yeah. just like everybody who did something bad pays for it. Mm-hmm. Everybody who didn't gets away fine, and that's the end of the movie. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I mean, that's. They didn't have a lot of choice. That's the way the the code was. Was that that's how the stories had to go? I just like a really good movies kind of hide it a little. Yeah, by like the twists and turns. Th- that's and this was a little bit I, on the nose. And I think because it does the <laughs> like you're with every character when it's important. There is nothing hidden. There yeah. is you know everything. It's. It's too late. I've seen it all, you yeah. know. And I so mean, there you're is trying to brief, figure out, like, I mean, you do brief. I guess you are. The audience is briefly led to believe that the Joseph Cotton, like the husband, has been yeah. killed. Uh, yeah, yeah, but not for very long. No. You know what? Almost it feels like book adaption, where they had to like edit it down too much. Yeah, and they just had to cut so much to make it oh, fit yeah. screen I mean, time as a just, as a written thing. Like this they could have great they story because. Yeah, yeah. Because you could also get a lot of that, like, that atmosphere back mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. They, that was kind of lost yeah. from the way that this movie was made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was... I, I mean, it, I, I wasn't... Like, I didn't like it very much. I wasn't, I was like, super disappointed by it, but I, it's, I'm like, it's like, 
a C, you know, like if I, <laughs> and I that's I, not good. No, it's not good. But I mean, no, like I was, I, I was very, I wouldn't, like, which is too bad too, <laughs> because I mean, it was partly, I mean, we agreed upon this as the choice, yeah, but like. It was one of the ones that I was the most yeah. enthusiastic about it in sure. terms of. Like, and he is generally because I was well like, regarded, oh, but maybe you know, y- y- yada yada, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that sounds really neat. It takes place at Niagara Falls. Great. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of like, like nostalgic, you know, uh, special feeling about uh, Niagara Falls. So like, I sure, sure. You know, I always like to see it uh, in movies. Uh, so I was all for it, and uh, I was really. I really felt let down by it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we came at this thinking, okay, you know, n- knowing the year, knowing, like, the two other films she did this world were smash hits. This one, I mean, it's got like a 75% or something on Rotten Tomatoes, which, yeah. you know, fair enough. That's not, yeah. ama- it's, it's, you know, it's not amazing, but it's not, but it's, it's pretty, not garbage. It's you know? pretty positive. It's, yeah. It's a lot higher than I would give it. Yeah, and... And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd probably throw out like a 60 at it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's not unwatchable. It's no, of not, not, you know, it's, of course it's not. fine. And I, I mean, honestly, watch for Gene Peters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ironically. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I, I now want to go and, like, see other movies she's in. I mean, I, I probably have and just not realized yeah. it, you know, uh, watching a lot of films, you know, sort of around this, these years, these, this early 50s here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, she really smashes it out of the park for this, and it's too bad that like the the whole well the whole style of the movie kind of lets it down. Uh, yeah, actually, I did because I did look, I did look her up after this, and something that was interesting is that she was often like they tried to go for the sort of like real um yeah the more kind of like sexy you know like more like the Marilyn Monroe style right like but those kind of parts but like mm-hmm. having her do that. And she wasn't really interested in that because she wanted to just do, like, more, like, actual, like, acting. Right. And so um, she got really sick of doing those kinds of Fair things. enough. Fair enough. And, and sort of tried to, like, um, break away mm-hmm. a lot more. So that's rough when you want to do, like, you want to do a certain kind of role and you're only handed other things. And especially, like, given this time when the way that, like, how actors had like unless you were huge like so little control over the kind of films you did because you just had a contract with a studio and they just said you're going to be in this you're going to be in this yeah yeah like for example here it says like in 1953 director samuel fuller chose peters over marilyn monroe for the part of candy and pick up on south street he said he thought peters had the right blend of sex appeal and the tough talking streetwise quality he was seeking monroe he said was too innocent looking for the role ironic okay um that, but that was before she was a big star, right? Right. Um, Shelley Winters and Betty Grable had previously been considered, but both had turned it down. Because of the sexual attractiveness of her character, Peters was not thrilled with the role. She preferred playing more down-to-earth, unglamorous parts, as she had done with Anne of the Indies, 1951, Viva Zapata, 1952, yeah. and Lure of the Wilderness, 1952. Yeah, for Pick Up on South Street, Peters was advised to bleach her hair, but refused to do so, wanting to avoid comparisons with Winters and Grable. Yeah, she did agree enough. to adopt a, quote, sexy shuffle for the role. She was helped by Marilyn Monroe to understand the role of a siren. Hmm. Peters later said that she had enjoyed making the film, but announced in an interview that she was not willing to take on other siren roles. Uh, she said, Pick up on South Street was fine for my career, but that doesn't mean I'm going to put on a tight sweater and skirt and slither around. I'm just not the type. On Marilyn Monroe, it looks good. On me, it would look silly. Hmm. 
<laughs> so this, that, in, that. in another interview, Peters explained that playing down-to-earth and sometimes unwashed women have the most to offer in the way of drama. Mm. <laughs> like that scene in this movie where her, her fiancé comments on the dress that Marilyn Monroe is wearing. Yeah. And... It's like something like, what does it take to wear a dress like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, you got to start when you're like 12. Like, <laughs> yeah. you got to like, you got to plan for that dress well, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, she knows, she knows what she's, well, because I mean, even in this movie, they, you know, funny enough, in a, in a sort of way, they, they sort of show, they write in almost her reluctance to do that sort of thing by the scene where he's, she's in the bikini yeah. and he's trying to take the photos of her and yeah. she's like, just give it a rest, you know, yeah. like, like. I'm I'm not that person. <laughs> she um yeah, she was actually in another film in 53, Blueprint for Murder with Joseph Cotton again. Oh, neat. Wow, that's she was in quite a, that was a that's the third film for 1953. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, I mean she did definitely did other stuff, but yeah, yeah, she was definitely interested like if you read some of her her comments and quotes and stuff like that, a little bit more of like a modern view, I guess in some yeah, ways of no, like good her, for her wanting to like be known more for like yeah. You know, like having meaty performances to dig yeah. into rather than just sort of an image or something. No, so I mean, it's, it's, I mean, tough but time, see, tough time period for that, right? Exactly. Like, but see, that's the thing that I find generally about with with Marilyn Monroe was that, like, my impression of her was always that that she was all about just like that image and the mm-hmm. looks and blah blah blah, all that stuff. But then, like, ha- seeing the couple of things, like especially *How to Marry uh, a Millionaire*, yeah. when we saw that. And then, like, seeing, like, how good mm-hmm. of an actual, like, actor she was. Yeah. I was like, that changed my whole, like, viewpoint on her. Well, because it's like, okay, well, she can do, like, that visual stuff. But, like, yeah. but still while doing really good acting it, along with it. I think it's, it's a side effect of doing films, you know? like, which I guess, I guess wasn't until a little bit later. But it was still, like, yeah. early off in her career where, like, some like it hot. Where she like literally plays the character that everybody thinks Marilyn Monroe is, where she's just like the forgetful ditzy blonde yeah, who like but, has but fainting that's still spells acting. And... You no, know I'm saying, right? but that's it's just assumed like yeah, oh yeah. she's just like that in everything. Yeah, it's yeah. just like no 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 no. no, no. no. You gotta, it's, that's like, a specific like, role. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, because like I mean, this is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know how Mary Mil- how to Mary Miller was also really different, and I'm sure yeah. gentlemen for blondes will be very different, you know, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So. Yeah, I feel like that, uh, that you know, so you can kind of have a bit of both, I guess. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is, is that yeah. there can be a balance between the two, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you're doing one thing doesn't mean you no. you can't have a mix of, you know, other things in there. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's Niagara. Yeah, I don't um, recommend it personally. Yeah, um, honestly, go watch How to Marry a Millionaire. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? yeah. Uh, and, and... And we'll get back to you on, uh, <laughs> on Gentlemen Prefer Blonde. Yeah, which is a, you know... I'm sure it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty iconic mm-hmm. in and of itself, so... Yeah. Um, and it's Howard Hawks, yeah. which I'm definitely a fan of everything of his I've seen, so I'm sure it's great. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, mm-hmm. Niagara, unfortunately, I don't really recommend. Mm-hmm. Unless you really like Marilyn Monroe movies... And you haven't seen this one or movies that take place at Niagara Falls. Yeah. And you haven't it, seen this one. It's got some interesting stuff, but as a whole, it's a pretty like wah wah film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eh, my opinion. Uh, yeah. My, my opinion. No. But I mean, I liked, there are things I liked about it, but I, yeah. I mentioned those. I, yeah. mean, I liked Gene Peters' yeah. performance a lot. Uh, I enjoyed the sequence with the boss mm-hmm. and his, his wife, uh, which didn't really fit in the movie, but 
as its own thing it was a really fun uh sequence Mm -hmm. so yeah Hmm. all right uh so that's it for this week we'll be back next week with another movie until then i'm chris that's seven cheers bye-bye